0: Hey, everybody, uh, welcome to a very special 420 episode of Rebuilding. Uh, this is Missy. This is Crimson. And we are here recording on, uh, on, on April 20th uh, with all the great cannabis news and updates for you.
1: Yeah, and it ended up being a shockingly good day. Because out of the tragedy that was George Floyd's execution in front of many people that traumatized not only a community, but a country, we just found out that his murder was convicted on all counts as guilty. Absolutely. So uh, we,
0: we still do not have justice uh, for our fellow, uh, you know, Black Americans and
1: friends, but we are on our way to accountability. Right. And like I said, at least it's one less day that our friends in the black community didn't get a gut punch since that seems to be their daily what to look forward to. How the fuck am I going to get fucked over today? But today, justice actually did happen. And thank God, because I was not prepared emotionally for a not guilty verdict, even though I thought that's what would happen. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I thought he was going to get off because white people
0: always get off when they do fucked up things to black people. That's just American history.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really is. And that's why I think in my head, I thought if 12 people walked into a room and in 12 hours decided the fate of this man, he has to be innocent because I did not have faith in the American population that if you took 12 random Americans and put them in a room, And said, should he be held accountable? Would they say yes? So I thought I was scared when I saw 12 Hours. But the fact that 12 Americans walked into a room and said, fuck it. This shit is fucked up. He needs to be sent. Like, he needs to be found guilty. Clearly guilty. There was no gray lines here. It was guilty on all accounts. And he needs to be held accountable. That is a new day in America. Now, there was a nice blended mix of color on the jury
0: that is Um, yeah i
1: think that is huge here
0: because normally in these high-profile cases you might see like like maybe there's like one black juror or they're like you know the the alternate jurors Um, and it's like an all-white main jury uh i think that makes a huge fucking difference our juries need to represent our communities
1: right they do i mean i mean and it's interesting uh my husband and i were talking about this because jury of your peers like, I'm glad it wasn't Chauvin's peers because they would have obviously let him off, considering they all stood around and watched him murder a black man without consequence. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that it was representative of the population in which George Floyd lived. Um, and I think that's part of the reason we saw justice. So I'm not giving white folks too much credit yet, but oh, I do think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try not to, but I know I do. Um, but I think it's, it, 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 it's a huge, a huge moment in American history. And I think it's worth noting. Um, and thank God for Minneapolis to not have to face the consequences of if it had been not guilty. I'm from LA. I was in in LA during the riots and that was a really hard time in, um, in American history. And, I'm glad that I witnessed it because it shaped who I am, but I'm glad that Minneapolis isn't facing that
0: today. And, uh, you know, just to be completely transparent, um, I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. So I am uh, half a bottle through uh, (laughs) half the way through a bottle of champagne. Uh, so i apologize for um anything that i
1: i might misstate today well it's 420 day and so it is 420 day so today we're just gonna have fun quick episode we aren't gonna take much of your guys time but we thought it was worth uh celebrating marijuana today day. i mean do we know this? what is 420 day is it because that's what police call in is that true or is that what i heard when i was 16 and thought it was cool
0: I've never actually looked up to see if it's authentic, but that's what I was told.
1: Okay. So in the 90s, Missy and I were both given the impression that 420 day (laughs) was 420 day because that's what police called them when you got busted for a bag of weed. We listened to a lot of sublime. Yes. We listened to a lot of sublime. Uh, That's funny. We did. Um, (laughs) uh, And so, but what I thought was interesting and how this parlays into racism is something that many people don't know about marijuana in the United States is part of the reason it became illegal is because of racism. Shocking. (laughs) So apparently in the 1920s, it became a very popular substance for um, Hispanic Americans, mostly those from Mexico. So, you know, you can think the Southern states of like California, Arizona, Um, and so California was actually the first state to make it illegal and it was in retribution to Hispanic populations using it, um, recreationally. So that was like in like the 1920s, I think by, uh, I don't know, maybe sometime in the fifties it became legal and then in the seventies or no, yes. And then in the, uh, 70s like the push for it to be illegal kind of began when reagan came around so and that's when we started the war on drugs and it became extremely criminalized and we threw generations of black men in jail for doing things that white people do every day and have been doing from i mean really honestly the Don of man right Reagan kind of came in. He stepped in and said, okay, marijuana's bad. Okay. And uh, we all listened and lost our way. But since then, since the 2000s, we have seen, let me see if I have it right. Well, I so- want to
0: add just uh, Reagan did that knowing that Richard Nixon uh, commissioned a study on marijuana and found that it was harmless and that it, it basically should be legalized back in the 70s. And they buried that shit.
1: Yeah, there was momentum in the 70s right before Reagan. You're right that to make it legal and to to have it just like alcohol, like yeah. mass available. Yeah. So, Nixon
0: went out to prove that it was evil. Uh, the results that he got back were the opposite of what he wanted. And he did not release it to the American public.
1: Well, I mean, you know, science niers are alive and well today. So, you know, tricky, <laughs> just, dicky, <laughs> tricky, dicky. Uh, you know. We get tricked all the time by the right wing uh, and we sell the lots dick. of dickies. <laughs> that's why lesbians do so well. Uh, they get the shit done. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, so marijuana is now legal in 17 states. We still don't have, it has been decriminalized at the federal level, but that's really complicated. And so for the 17 states that have legalized it, there are some complications um because of money like it's still not like making money off of marijuana in a legal state makes it hard to know where to put that money and so we do need federal laws but yeah it makes it talk- a
0: cash business and that's that's yep. extremely difficult if you guys uh, there's a few documentaries on uh pot shops out in colorado yeah well they have to do entirely in cash hundreds of thousand dollars in cash it millions. brings on more crime millions of dollars in cash Um, makes it harder to deposit into their bank accounts, makes it hard for them to pay their bills. Um, It makes it harder to tax the fucking money. And we want the tax money. We want the revenue from it. Because let's be honest, like it's mainly white people making money off of recreational marijuana. We want the fucking benefits of that for our community.
1: Right, exactly. And that is one thing. If we do get it in states like Kentucky, I mean, it is... People smoke marijuana, people eat marijuana, people are using the drug. In fact, I think I read it's projected that at least 22 million people use it a month. And so when you think of it in that regard, there are full um, non-recognized economies that run off of the marijuana system. And a lot of those are run by people of color. And so we need to think about as we legalize it in places how do we legalize it in an equitable way so that way everyone has the equal ability to profit and benefit off of this business model? And that yeah. it's not, once again, white people appropriating something that black people have been doing efficiently for many years because we decide we want the money from it.
0: Marijuana is legitimately the number one cash crop in Kentucky, and we are not making a fucking penny off of it.
1: No, and we could tax the shit out of it and solve so many yes. of our problems.
0: And I love money.
1: I love money, too. And I think, you know, when we talked to uh, Representative Colonel motherfucking Roberts, she said it perfectly in the sense that you don't have to be a marijuana user to be an advocate for it. Right. Like like she said about gambling. I am not a fan of gambling. I don't gamble like twenty dollars in a slot machine. I'm like, I could have bought a cute sweater for that. Like, I can't gamble. It's not my thing. But. Do I think we should allow gambling in Kentucky? Fuck yes, I want your money. Yes. So I don't care how you feel about the impact marijuana has on your brain and your cognitive abilities and if you like the buzz or don't like the buzz or whatever the case may be. The reality is is that studies have shown that less than 1% of people that use marijuana become quote unquote addicted to it and that's even hard to find. so it's defined more as a dependency in the sense that like they don't feel themselves without using it. But when we have an opioid crisis like that in Kentucky, it just seems like marijuana is a, an outlet that could potentially help those people get off of the hard shit that's killing them.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I, there was a, there was a study, it was a number of years ago when marijuana first started becoming legal uh, recreation, recreation, recreationally or <laughs> medically in different That's states. That's that champagne. Oh my God. It's fantastic, by the way. Um, where states that had a, a, where patients were able to be prescribed marijuana for pain remedies, they, yeah. they saw drops like as high as 25% in opiate addictions.
1: Yes, exactly. Because people just need that relief.
0: Yes, and they deserve alternatives. You know, weed is, weed is, weed is rel- relatively harmless. You can take it a number of different ways. You do not have to smoke it. You do not have to get lung damage from it. You know, you well, can vape I, it. You can eat it.
1: Did you know that lung damage is actually really rare from marijuana? I did not know this, but there was a marijuana advocate here in Kentucky, so Kentucky folks may know him, Gatewood Galbraith, and he... Um, Sounds like a gateway drug. <laughs> Gatewood was the first campaign I worked on uh, and he was running for attorney general against Greg Stembo and his platform was pro marijuana. And, um, he actually had told me a story about how he had severe asthma his whole life and it was so severe. He couldn't serve and he wanted to serve. And, um, one of his friends was like, oh, marijuana, get rid of that shit. And he, you know, Gatewood was a good old Eastern Kentucky boy. And, um, sure enough, it cured his asthma. And at the time I did research and it does, apparently it can expand your lung capacity and undo damage that tobacco has done. Now that's assuming you're, you're smoking pure, clear marijuana, not anything, you know, like that brick stuff you get shipped from Mexico. But if you have well-grown marijuana without chemicals, like it's not damaging to your lung, like that of cigarettes or anything else, which I didn't know. And Gatewood would always tell me that. And I was like, yeah, right. You're putting smoke in your lungs, dude. Like keep believing. That's so incredible. you justify getting high, but everything has said that that is true.
0: Well, that's another reason that it should be legalized. I mean, this, the shit that you buy when it's black market, you really don't know what you're getting. Exactly. Uh, you know, I've been lucky enough not to get anything that's been laced with like fentanyl or anything else like that. Um, but you know, like you would be able to tailor her it to what you're trying to do. If you have an anxiety disorder, you know, you can, yes. you can find a certain strain. If you have a certain kind of depression, if you have certain pain, if you need to sleep at night, if you need to stay awake, but just be a little bit more focused, Right. you know, and we're not able to do that. It's basically like whatever you can get your hands on, uh, it's, is what you end up with.
1: Well, and what we're seeing now, I'll just say it, is people are importing it from states where it is legal, so that way they can do that, right? Like, they're finding, like, oh, the sativa strand X is really good for my hip pain, so they're leaving the state of Kentucky and going and getting that type of marijuana to be confident that it's the right type, and they know what the implications of taking it will be, and to 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 benefit themselves. I want the money, too. I want their money. But I think what I want more than their money is the culture behind it. And I don't mean a whole bunch of stoners in, like, you know, drum circles, which would be cool, too. Like, I'm down with that. Although Mother (laughs) Nature attacks me and my whole arm is poison oak. So my drum circle might be on my deck in urban area of the world. People who enjoy the
0: outdoors are either serial killers or lesbians. I think
1: that we... Oh my god, I just totally lost my train of thought, Missy. Are you high? No, but my eyes are twitching, (laughs) and I'm a hypochondriac, (laughs) and I started thinking, like... She doesn't even have
0: a bottle of champagne, people. There is no no excuse for this.
1: My eye twitched. I developed a new neurotic tick. You look like
0: Ronald Reagan when he says the word gay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyhow, culturally, what I want from marijuana is also bringing back Kentucky farming. Like when i moved to kentucky in the 90s it was just fields of tobacco farms and i i moved here and moved to union kentucky which at the time we had an iga like there was nothing and it was just fields and fields and fields of tobacco since then those fields have turned into mass manufactured shitty cookie cutter houses you know and what i would love to see come from a good thorough marijuana bill that legalized it recreationally is something that enables the small farmers right like i want to like i want to be able to not me again i have an armful of poison oak and will never go in nature again as far as i'm concerned all plants have one gender but i want to theoretically be able to go buy a farm with 30 acres grow marijuana if that's what I want to do and make it a family business and a family industry and support my family off of it. And, and, and bring back that part of Kentucky culture that I think is missing. And I think it's part of like the resentment you see in coal country and these other areas of old industry dying off and us not replenishing it right
0: that's fair this would bring back so many jobs and and i want to be clear when we talk about legalizing and taxing uh the cannabis industry we also we also want to expunge yes yes criminal history should be in
1: jail because
0: legalizing it and taxing it and not expunging charges uh is just white supremacy continuing on
1: Oh, no, I remember being in uh, downtown Cincinnati when they decriminalized it in Ohio and my friend lit up a joint walking down the street and they were like (laughs) trying to pass it to me. And I'm like, dude, that shit's illegal. What are you doing? And they're like, we're white. And I just thought like one like you're a fucking asshole and two you're right though it's you know true what I mean? yeah it, it's so true he could as a business white successful wealthy business owner he could walk the streets of cincinnati burning a joint nobody's going to say a damn thing to him but if the color of his skin were different he could be george floyd fuck you yeah. i mean and that could be means for execution in today's policing world Absolutely. Uh,
0: Attica, our state representative, Attica Scott, today posted some marijuana facts. And one of them was that black people in Kentucky are 9.4 times more likely to get arrested for marijuana possession than white people, even wow. though we use it at the same rates.
1: I'm surprised why people don't use it more.
0: <laughs> 9.5 times more to get arrested and we fucking smoke it at the same rate. That's insane.
1: That I mean, that is I mean, it just shows the injustice of it. It, I mean, it's kind of like the death penalty. Like, part of me is like, yeah, you go and kill a bunch of people you deserve to be fucking killed, right? Like, I'm not religious. I'm not going to have some, like, religious objection to someone being killed for their sin, like, what they did. But at the same time, like if you can't apply that justice equally and a hundred percent confidently, then you can't do it. And that's obviously what's happening. Well, I would say with death penalty, but it's obviously what's happening also with illegal, with marijuana. Like if it's not being, executed at the same rate among the populations equally then it's an unjust law and it needs to go for that reason alone
0: but i mean we live in a fucked up state that you know we see the protest over and you know unnecessarily killing black people and instead of you know passing laws to prevent that we pass laws protecting the police from being yelled at
1: Right. That's true. It didn't pass, though, at least.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, sorry. they want
1: to save it for next year. They didn't want to, like, yeah. you know, blow their whole load <laughs> on this session. They're like, we got to give you something to dread next session. So here's a preview. Uh,
0: State Rep Mackenzie Kentrell, who do we not talk about? We do not talk about her enough. She is fantastic. Uh, she brought up today that over 90 percent of Kentuckians are supportive of medical marijuana, which we don't even have. And that's the bottom basement level of what we could fucking offer.
1: That's over
0: 90%. Yeah. Like
1: in polls, you don't even see that. Like, that's incredible. I mean, I think the world has just evolved to realize. I mean, so I'm I'm the daughter of an alcoholic and I have said my entire life that I genuinely wish weed was legal because I think my dad would have been a stoner instead of an alcoholic. And honestly, he had struggled with alcoholism and we lived in California and it was decriminalized in California. And I think he smoked. I was too young. They wouldn't have told me. And then we moved to Kentucky and he became an alcoholic again. And I've always wished like if marijuana was legal, how different would my life have been? Because alcohol made him an evil asshole, but marijuana made him just a stoner, sat on the couch and watched TV and ate food. Like- I would have much rather that childhood. Um, And so I think the way that we discriminate between the two, I don't know, substances is absurd because we know alcohol has a detrimental impact on society. Marijuana, it's not gonna be zero impact on society, right? There are gonna Mm -hmm. be people that become too dependent on it, that become less motivated on it, that take it too young before a proper age and it could impact cognitive growth and all of those things we can't be naive to that but at the end of the day as we look at policy what is best for our community and what it comes down to is we need to legalize recreational marijuana in Kentucky
0: yeah and there are also the studies that show that once you were once you remove the stigma of certain drugs uh you know underage usage and and all the abuse kind of drops off
1: Right. You know, it's we already cool. have
0: people driving when they're high. We already have people, uh, you know, that are that are 13 years old and smoking pot. Yeah. Uh, you know, so once it becomes legal, like I, I, exactly what you said, it's it's not as cool to to do it.
1: No, if I'm sitting on my deck burning a joint, my 17 year old kid isn't. Go- I don't have a 17 year old kid yet, to be clear. But <laughs> it, my I have 17 kid- of them. <laughs> I just feel like you would be less likely to do it. Like I always joke that since me and my husband don't have uh, tattoos, our kids are going to have like sleeves. Cause like you do yeah. with the opposite of your parents. And so when we're 50, we're going to get like sleeves. So our yeah. once these kids see it. a
0: bunch of, you know, people in their thirties, fucking smoking pot, they're not going to give a fuck about it.
1: No, no, it's going to be not cool. It's going to
0: be like, listening to journey.
1: Right. Exactly. They're going to be like, I did stop believing you assholes. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> And luckily, you know, like, we saw bills this past session that were submitted, uh, you know, uh, Representative Colonel Rachel motherfucking Roberts uh, submitted bill, uh, what is it, 467?
1: 63, I think.
0: 460, 460 something, not 69, though, unfortunately, uh, that would, that that basically set the groundwork to legalize yeah. marijuana throughout the state.
1: Yeah, and I'm really hoping we see momentum next session against that bill because I feel like the tone's changing, the mood's changing, we're getting more par- bipartisan support, and so I mean, let's do this experiment. Let's act like it was legal. Just imagine how different Kentucky would be. I could see it now, like the Kentucky bourbon and weed trail. Like, that'd be fantastic. That be, wouldn't that be so cool? Like, I mean, it'd probably be a driving hazard, but, like, the bourbon trail's a driving hazard anyway. <laughs> but, like, I mean, that could be a huge tourist attraction. Make a whole bunch of those little tree houses out in the woods and our our parks and let people get high out in the middle of the woods. Like, we have the perfect place for that. Like, mm-hmm. we're, Kentucky was made to be flourishing marijuana crops and people, like... Fuck,
0: yeah. We need to have our... We need to have our statewide system in place and ready. So when it is legalized at the federal level, you know, we can go ahead and start the distribution across state lines.
1: Yes. We could be
0: ground zero for weed.
1: And we could be the best at it. Like we have all these places that are working on perfecting strands. And to your point, we know so much, there's so much science behind marijuana. Now this isn't the 1960s where it was like, you just get weed. Now it's like, oh, we got the sativa, well, bubble gum flavor. We got the array. like purple, urkel. Yeah, yeah. There's like all kinds of different strands, but like we know about them. Like this one's gonna make you paranoid. This one won't make you paranoid. This one's good if you have a cognitive disorder. This one's good if you have a neurological disorder. This one's good if you have physical problems. This one's good for monthly cramping. This one's good for IBS. Like we could have all that this one turns you into a lesbian (laughs) missy's goal some scientists (laughs) come up with a strand that will turn the world gay for missy republicans have been saying you're just going to turn me gay by being gay yourself i guess it doesn't work that way
0: that's what friendship does apparently that's the whole agenda
1: (laughs) uh you're not your husband's too cool though (laughs) my husband's too cool and i think he's fucking awesome that might be the straightest woman you've ever met. There um, is a
0: Julie Stewart.
1: <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not alone in my, my straightness. So, Julie, I'm with you on that. Um, not that there's anything wrong with being gay. Like, I always am like, maybe I am. And then someone says vagina. And I'm like, ew. So... <laughs> Um, I think we're pretty clear that that, that's not the case for me. Um, But I I, I think that it's time that we we show Kentucky leadership and we grow the best buds you can get in the country. People come here from all over the nation to do the bourbon and weed trail. We could have awesome little like treehouse venues. We could have bed and breakfast businesses. There's just... So much think about the food industry that comes with it, right? Like, oh yeah, we have a great foodie scene. Yes, it would be, it would just, it would counterbalance so much of what Kentucky has. It would just be such a good hybrid for us. <laughs> hybrid, um, <laughs> but it, <laughs> it would be like an, an amazing thing for us. And so we need people to support it. We could have like this, this awesome yeah. utopia. Of bourbon, weed, and and beautiful scenery. What yes. more could you ask for? So come
0: on, Kentucky Republicans. You know, cutting taxes for the rich isn't doing it to raise revenue in this state.
1: No. You know, we need to
0: come up with more avenues to raise money. This is a perfect one. I'm sure you guys can jump on and figure out a way to profit from this. Uh, yes. You know, <laughs> let's just fucking do it. Legalize,
1: yeah. tax, expunge. It's that easy. It's It's, it's truly that easy i don't understand why we haven't done it Ugh. happy 420 everyone spark it up or don't because it's illegal <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever you however you choose to celebrate today um, i'm choosing to celebrate with champagne uh some people are choosing to smoke whatever you do have a good day i i hope it's a celebration for everyone
1: yes happy 420 Cheers. happy 420
0: bye smoke weed every day